going on, everybody? It's your buddy, it's your pal, Spass Phoenix, along with Kristen. This is Flix Fix. We've got a bunch to talk about. Kristen, how you doing? Sleepy. That's fair. But good. It's, it's very tired in here. We were discussing that offline. And we're going to try and do a very condensed version of four episodes of What Things If. Things that and- have happened in Marvel since last month. Yeah, I was going to say four episodes of What If and a trailer reaction and a movie. A movie, singular, because you still haven't seen Black Widow, right? No, I need to. I need to see it. I just okay. Now that they're having the weird thing with Disney, where she's like suing and all of this jazz, I like don't really want to go see it. Not because of her, but yeah, I want all of that to be hashed out before I hand Disney some more money for that specifically. I don't know if that's a Makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw it. Also, I, let's. I'm going to be real honest. I also wasn't ever that interested in the Black Widow movie. I mean, like, I was interested from the perspective of, if you look at all the Avengers as we went through and as the MCU grew, the two characters that were, like, default background sidekick characters were her and Hawkeye. So the fact that towards the end she got a movie and he's getting a show... It was sort of like tying up a loose end, but at the same time, like, I'm not going to complain about more Scarlett Johansson, but also I went and saw the movie before all the BS hit the fan, so I sort of saw it with, you know, open eyes and no no restrictions. Also, I wasn't expecting it to blow me out of the water. I was expecting it to be a much smaller scale movie. Uh, for what it's worth, I enjoyed it. I think we talked about this the last time we did a podcast. I enjoyed it for what it is. Uh, Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh are awesome in it. I still can't remember the name of the main villain in it, but he is very villain-y, which, villain-y. Is, a ter- which is a terrible way to describe anything. But it's if we're going to give Scarlet Witch a... or Sorry, Black Widow a send-off after she's already died, it's already going to be weird. It wasn't going to be mm-hmm. any. It wasn't going to be any better than this, is what I'll say. But you know what is pretty good though. Something we have both seen recently because it just came out, I think. Uh, Shang Chi. Yes. Shang Chi. I saw it, and then basically you were like, "We're gonna. I'm gonna see it today or whatever, and then we'll talk about it." And then sometime later, here we are talking about it. Yeah. We saw it um, this weekend. We saw it on uh, on Saturday. Very good. I'm going to let you uh, tell me what you think of it. Um, like, just over, overall. I thought it was real. I thought it was really good. Um, Travis would tell you that he preferred, he really liked the first half, and then when the second half got more mystical, it kind of lost him, but he was invested by that point. Uh, I thought the, choreogra- the the fight choreography in it was excellent specifically the bus um, scene i think it's the i think it's the fight choreography i wanted in iron fist yeah and it then made me real sad for iron fist um you know i, I was gonna two. stick in, the, in there at some point like after seeing this are yeah. you excited about them trying to redo iron fist i hope i hope they do a lot they couldn't do worse than the last one it's so bad wait a minute are you saying you didn't like uh netflix's iron fist I, no, I did not <laughs> like it. No, it was really bad. What was even worse is that I watched the whole first season, and every episode I'm like, well, that one wasn't that good, but it'll, it'll get better. 
till the very end, and then I was like, it didn't fucking get better. It was so shit. And apparently there was a second season, to which I was like, why? Yeah, there was. That I think I watched like every... Waste of money. I think I watched every Netflix Marvel thing there was. So every little... And I don't have it. I had, I had notes for a previous episode we were going to do about all the different rumored... Uh, characters that had finally run out their contracts and were able to be used in the MCU and were going to be mixed in with other things. I don't have those notes in front of me right now. But I think overall, like, if you don't... How can I say this? If you don't look at individual characters, right? If you look at more, like, the Defenders universe that they created... I liked the Defenders movie. I thought everybody was good in the Defe- or movie, the Defenders, in the Defenders team show. Up show. I was kind of bummed yeah, the Punisher that was, wasn't that in was it. good. I saw the shades of Danny Rand that I wanted. There you go. I wanted Punisher to be in that. Which was and the but... banter with uh, Luke Cage. Well, yeah, because they do Heroes for Hire in the comics, do they not? Yes. Okay. Yes, they do. And it's supposed to be more bantery, like he's, you know, Luke Cage is the tough street guy, and he's like the white guy who's like in the Tai Chi <laughs> and stuff. The tough guy and the white guy. <laughs> The white guy that's like, you know, the like, white guy that's really into Asian stuff. <laughs> is what it looks like. And it's just a little more, uh, there's a little more comedy to it. And there was shades of it in the Defenders show, but... Anyways, we're talking about Shang-Chi, which was awesome. Also, the, uh, the girl who's the love interest, like Katie... Yeah. Who is also who also plays the uh, comic relief as well? Well, comic relief, except hilarious. she's definitely in the fight at the end. Yes, it is kind of weird that they decide like, here's a bow, and she's like, I'm great at this. Yeah, it's uh, well, she decides like, if I'm going to be good at something, I'm it's going to be this. I do like, because you were talking about, like, uh, Travis wasn't into so much, well, like, when it leaned heavily into the mystical stuff. It's it's mar- it's a martial arts, it's an old Jackie, Jackie Chan film. There you go. Until it starts hitting shades of Doctor Strange near the end. And see, I, fe- I feel like because it's got the, like, it's myth, not magic. And I know that's a very mm-hmm. fine, I know that's a very fine line to put. But it's something that we haven't gotten in Marvel yet. We've gotten technology, we've gotten space, we've gotten dimensions, we've gotten, like, sorcery. We've never really had mythology, unless I'm forgetting something, right? So it's, uh, it's, another, it's another bullet in the creative gun of Marvel that they can, they can dig into, which I think is, is really cool. I said it to you before we came on air. I think this is the first actual legitimate standalone movie that we've gotten from Marvel in a long time and I didn't know how much I needed that. Like there was references obviously like you're in the same universe so there's going to be references to things. You saw Wong in the fight pit and that was cool and he's fighting abomination. And abomination. That was what he was fighting. He's fighting abomination but then you find out that they're not really fighting. He's just training abomination. So now I kind of want to show about how that all came about. Like everything from the uh, the Edward Norton Hulk movie till now. Tell me how we reach now where Wong has Abomination basically in the fight pit. It's basically like the fight pit on Sakaar, except on Earth. And 
I thought I thought if you're gonna have a cameo, do something funny like that. Like I didn't it, think it was him training him. I felt like it was more like a fixed fight, like like wrestling kind of, where it was where he's like annoyed with him for like hitting him too hard. Well. And I thought the same thing until they went to the locker room area and he basically takes them through the, what do you call it, the sling ring dippity-doo door. And he says, all right, come on, what did you learn this time? And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. I, yeah. I like them giving Wong a little bit more agency as well because fast forward to the end, he's the one that gets sent by Strange to recruit them and be like, hey, uh, your lives are a bit different now. Your Avengers hop on the bus <laughs> type thing. By the way, your Avengers now. Don't know if you knew that. That's how you get into the Avengers, is, is somebody just comes and picks you up. You're, like, voluntold to be an Avenger. Yeah. You don't choose to be a hero. Being a hero chooses you. And or... I really liked how, in the first in the first credit scene, when they're, you know, there and they're looking at the Ten Rings. Oh, and they're and having the like, Avengers Zoom call to figure out what they are. Yeah, the Avengers Zoom call. And they're talking about, like, well, how long has your father had it? How long did your father have it before he gave it to you? And, he's and how like, long was he uh, alive? Like, a thousand years. And they're like, I mean, that's normal. And there's all kinds of different, like like I said before, there's, there's Wong to talk about, like, magically where they could be from. There's uh, Okoye there from Wakanda to talk about, like, really, really high tech. Uh, oh, where... no, she wasn't there. It was just, uh, it was just... Captain Marvel. Uh, Somebody from Wakanda was Dr. there. Dr. Banner. Somebody from yeah, Wakanda was, just, was there, too. Weren't there? Or Nicole I, was not there this time, no. Oh, okay. I thought the, the, the Denai Guerrero character was there, which isn't she a should, She should have been. It's true. Well, okay, you so see you got Banner in there trying to get, go at it from the scientific point of view. You got Captain Marvel going at it from the galactic point of view and she has to run off and apparently that's a big thing apparently her running off to handle something is leading to like something to do with the eternals or whatever but that like she i'm sorry that was funny oh i gotta go bruce has my number and uh, <laughs> I, I gotta go and he's like i, I don't have she's like, number. he's like i don't but here's the other thing and it went under the radar until everybody sort of clued in at the same time suddenly he's not hulk anymore mm-hmm. because he spent all of Infinity War trying to be Hulk again, and then in the five-year gap that nobody knows what happens, he sort of became, like, the halfway point of Hulk and Banner, which is, like, Professor Hulk or whatever. And yeah. now now he's just Banner again. Oh, I didn't think about that. And he's, and his arm is still fucked up from... Well, his arm was fucked up Infinity. when he was Hulk at the end of the movie. I know, but his arm is... We don't <laughs> know how much time between this. Apparently it's six months. It's six months? Okay, Apparently. then that makes sense. Uh, I was watching, and yes, for the people out there that hate that I keep mentioning them, I'm going to keep mentioning them anyway. Uh, Emergency Awesome did a timeline a little while ago, and it's like when all the shows have happened, like since, uh, well, like all the Disney Plus shows, when they've happened, other than What If, oh, look obviously. At that. Um, I, I couldn't even tell you where to go right now, because I'm remembering from like a week ago. Um, but no, apparently the events of Shang-Chi is approximately six months after Endgame. Okay. So, I don't know, it is what it is, but, uh, no, the implication is that Hulk... I wonder if people from the other dimension got snapped as well. I think that's gonna be one of those things that's 
too big to tackle. Remember when we said uh, when the snap took everybody out and the snap brought everybody back? Like, socially, that was something that they could never really, like, fully examine. I think whether or not other galaxies, and or sorry, other realities were hit by the snap is not anything they're going to try to attack with any with any degree of satisfaction to the general audience, so I think they're just going to kind of, like, leave it, leave that in the corner and let everybody speculate. I I wouldn't know how to tackle that creatively, I'm not going to lie. Um, I was just I was just more curious, but since yeah. they didn't mention anything, it probably probably, probably didn't. didn't. Um, well, we know they don't go through timelines because there's several Infinity Stones and stuff, so it's not. Yes, like, and they're all in the drawer being used as paperweights at the T the TVA. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but then the only other thing that I will say is all the tearing of timelines and, and all the different astronomical snap level events. I could see that having to do with eventually when they decide to meld the Sony and Marvel universes together. But other mm -hmm. than that, I don't see them doing too much. Hey, this is how the snap affected this reality, that reality. No, they're probably not going to address it much more now. Everybody went, everybody came back. Um, but yeah, if you want to talk about, uh, if you want to wrap up the Shang-Chi thing, like, just in general, the story, hey, my dad was bad, I got away from him, I tried to have a new life, that really didn't work for me, now I gotta go face my past. It's a little bit Lion King. I was about to say, I w my one complaint is that the storyline is a little generic. But you know what they had? They had fun with it. They gave you a couple yes. like false ideas. Oh, this is what your dad told you, but this is what really happened. Um, you can do a generic idea well, and I think they did do a generic idea quite well. But I just I came out of it thinking that's that's very very Lion King, and him going along the way, him fighting with his sister, but like being on the same side, but still fighting because that's what siblings do. Is also very generic. And the fact that she was supposed to get rid of the Ten Rings and definitely did not do that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, she's a good guy until that second post credit scene. And the big the big uh, turnaround of, like, I'm going to do the Ten Rings and girls can do it now. Because <laughs> that's what she was told when they went to... Oh, I should say, the whole other dimension. Like, the the their, their mom's city that is tucked away in the forest, but really that forest is the door to the dimension where the city actually is. That's, yeah. the, that's the biggest example of, oh, this is what you thought it is. This is what it really is. And the fake Mandarin came back. The Ben Kingsley fake Mandarin. I thought that was great. I thought this guy, mm -hmm. being, this guy being so... Well, actually... So I don't know if you saw this. I randomly saw it late at night mm. uh, when I was, you know, awake and I was going through stuff to watch. Mm. There's a like 13 minute video All hail on. The uh, yes, I haven't actually and seen I it. Watched, I've watched it, and it's and it's about you know when he explains like oh so I was like in jail and doing all this, and then I was being interviewed by B what, that whole shit. It's that basically. Yeah. 
But I liked it. At the same time, they didn't, like, turn around and call this... I can't remember any of the names, and I'd probably butcher them anyway, but the, the evil dad in the movie, they didn't just turn around and call him the Mandarin or say, oh, look, it's the real Mandarin. He, They turned it into a joke on Western culture. It's like, look, they tried to make a caricature of us, and they named it after an orange. Like, how stupid mm-hmm. are they? I I thought that was handled quite well. But also, a, as an Easter egg, the uh, the Trevor Slattery uh, return in the in the prison there was not too bad. And his little six-legged puppy with no face thing. And wings. I, I didn't mind that either. That was cute. I enjoyed that. It was uh, it was the like you talk about the oh what's the girl's name the she's got some weird name the girl that plays the soon to be girlfriend is it like Aquafina or some shit like that Yeah, so I don't I don't know what her what I, the actress's yeah. name is. Yeah. But um, you like, mean her Chinese name? No, like, I'm saying, like, the actress that plays... Because he asks her her Chinese name at one point. Oh, no, I'm saying, like, the actress that plays her. Oh, yeah, I, think I have the, no I think... idea what her name is. Yeah, I'm saying, like, the but actress... She's her... funny. The actress herself has a weird name that I think is, like, Aquafina or something like that. It's, like, Zendaya from okay. uh, from Spider-Man. I think, like, Aquafina is her actual name. And I'm like, uh, okay, that's also the name of a bottled water brand, but moving on. Um, like, everybody mentions her being the... the um, sort of the, the focal point of the comedy of the movie, but I once you introduce the Trevor Slattery character, those two characters sort of share the comedic load through the rest of the show. And that doesn't... That's not that's not too bad either, because you can't put the entire comedic weight of a movie on one character and expect it to just go. Cause, well, and he's funny too, yeah. uh, the lead actor. He's funny too when it yeah. calls for it. Well, yeah, he's he from... uh go to bed. Or... Yeah. He, well, he's from Kim's Convenience, which I've never seen. But uh, in our in our theaters up here, as most people know that have been listening to us do this podcast, our theaters here opened up not too long ago. And I've been to the movies just about every weekend. And one of the other movies I went to, there was an ad with him in it. And it was just an ad for the theater. It was an ad for Cineplex. And it's like, most of you know me from this. And, like, quickly a poster for Kim's Convenience goes across the screen. But soon you're going to know me from this. And a uh, poster for uh, for uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi went along. And it's like, I want to thank everybody that's done everything that they're supposed to do so the theaters can be open again, and I can't wait to see you all soon. Like, it was just like some pumped-up, feel-good, hey, theaters are back open again thing. But mm-hmm. if I had Yeah, excuse me. If I hadn't seen that little, like, ad or whatever you want to call it i wouldn't have known that the guy in this was from kim's convenience because i don't watch it <laughs> so i was like oh that's a little bit of trivia came home told a couple of my family members that do watch kim's convenience it's like hey you want to watch marvel we got another one of the actors that you like mm-hmm. do one of those um no he was he was good as well and i like that uh you know with an with an old school martial arts movie or an old school like mythical type movie like this is it can fall into the category of being really really serious and like the the fighting style itself is taken very seriously and our our history and our mythology is taken very seriously here have 10 dusty textbooks and call me in the morning type thing and they didn't do that with this they they put in the appropriate amount of like hey we're coming over from north america where you know (laughs) we're not we're not dressed like you, and we don't know all the history here, and we've got a very different attitude. And I thought they, they, uh, even though it was a homecoming for him, he was still the fish out of water when he got mm-hmm. back. And I thought that was, I think all of that, all the little 
I mean, overall, action-wise, visually, the whole thing was spectacular, but all the little dynamics between all the characters worked surprisingly well in this movie. I don't think there's anybody that, you know, got too much time. I don't think any, there's anybody that got shorted. I think it was it was pretty damn good. And on a personal note, the last movie I saw before this was Candyman, which was absolute horse shit. So this had to make up for me seeing a bad movie the week before. So I, I came out of this thumbs up, two thumbs up from me. And, I agree. And as much as I like Black Widow, it was really more a case of me messaging you and I'm like, and being sort of like, hey, have you seen it yet? We should talk about this. Uh, for anybody listening, uh, this wasn't uh, particularly a blow-by-blow blow like we usually do if we're reviewing a movie, but if we haven't said it enough times already, go see this, because it's really good. And if this is mm-hmm. how we're going forward, I've got a really good idea, or a really good, uh, what do you call it, a really good feeling about Phase 4. Now, they didn't have it in this, this is the last thing I'm going to say about this movie before we move on. They didn't have it in this movie, but it seems to be in just about everything else. How far do we go into Phase 4 before the whole multiverse idea starts burning people out? Where, like, nothing is solid, because at any time they could say, oh, well, that's just what happened in that universe. Let's see five or six more versions of this. I like No, I think think what if is them dipping their toe into how quickly that'll get burned out. Speaking of... Speaking of what if, um, (laughs) we're going to do the quickest reviews ever uh i've come to the conclusion very quickly that i'm being more harsh on this show than i have on any of the other disney marvel shows so far because i think i literally like every other episode um i definitely did not like i definitely didn't like the first episode and the second episode i feel like they went the complete opposite of the first episode and that doesn't mean i was like in love with it but and i think after that it kind of normalized out uh we've had four episodes right uh well we've got four to talk about because the uh the doctor strange one on i was like okay that one was really cool but captain carter i had a big issue with yeah um uh star uh t'challa becomes star lord i had a lot of and, sorry, I've, I've just got the wiki in front of me, so I'm sort of looking at it top-down. Uh, what if T'Challa became Star-Lord? A, you can't talk about without mentioning how cool it was to hear Chadwick Boseman. I mean, yes, there was that. I mean, you could feel, like, I don't want to be that guy, but you could although kind of... Travis, could... Although I will say that when Travis was watching it, we were talking about it, he's like, this just proves that even though you're a good actor, sometimes it doesn't mean you're a good voice actor. Oh, so he apparently did, he didn't the like voice it. acting was a little, uh, if people are nitpicky about that. It didn't bother me. I'm enjoying it, because it, it sounds like, and this is all perspective, obviously, but like it sounds like everybody's having a good time. Um, mm-hmm. What if T'Challa became Star-Lord? It's obviously a takeoff of Guardians of the Galaxy, which are some of the more fun movies in the Marvel Universe anyway. I love the twist that Thanos is a good guy. And he's just, like, one of the guys. It kind of shows that the whole problem, the only problem I really had with this episode is that it's basically, like, Peter Quill is shit. Because look at all the great things that could have happened if somebody else was Star-Lord. Yeah, I... I, 
it was a little over the top, the whole, like, they kidnapped T'Challa, but then T'Challa turned all the Ravenger criminals into good guys. Like, I thought that was a little bit much, because y- you get very much from their character, like, they're, they're going to respect him, and he's going to become one of them eventually, but, like, you know, you can picture all the old guys on the ship calling him kid type thing. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea that he basically transformed this, you know, criminal this intergalactic criminal organization into a bunch of Peter Pans is a bit much. I'm not going to lie. Uh the draft I liked the nebula angle where yeah. they made her like femme fatale. Yeah, and she was like she did like a triple turn. Like she turned on mm-hmm. them and then she turned on the collector and I like the fact that Drax was just a cameo. Yeah. And he says, "Oh, I must get a picture with the mighty Star-Lord. We should take that picture again. You look terrible. I look great. <laughs> um, before we get too much further into it, yeah. can I just run down what I didn't like about Captain Carter? Oh, yeah, for sure. And the fact that... It was like, garbage? Yes, this it is was. Part, this is part two of our review from last time. <laughs> It was not good because no, it wasn't. All they did was put her in the same the most. She was the least interesting thing about that whole episode. Uh, I thought Steve Rogers was interesting, being the first, uh, being the first Iron Man. I thought, uh, you know, it it feels like they were far enough back in time that this is where, admittedly, and and it's wrong. This is back in the time where they didn't let women do very much, right? It was, but also, like, they basically, like, like giving her the costume and the shield. Steve Rogers, like, picks those things because he wants to defend as opposed to, like... Yeah. Well, no, but th- that's kind of where I'm going with it. It just feels like they made this episode, and it's like, look at this period of time where women didn't get to do stuff. So look at how awesome we are. We let women do stuff. It was yeah. a really, it was a really shitty version of the really awesome part in uh, the first Wonder Woman, where they're where they're approaching no man's land, and it's basically like the unsaid joke is, well, she's no man, so she can go off and do it, and that works because she did, Gal Gadot just comes off as a badass. It's like, well, men can't do this, but I can, and that's it's still. It's very much that, but it's done really, yeah. really well. And Gal Gadot, as we've said in the first Wonder Woman movie, is absolutely fantastic. This feels like the writers were doing that. And it's like, well, women didn't do much back then. Let's uh, let's throw her some super soldier serum and send her on her way. Yeah, like, that one was not good. But you know which one I did like was the Stephen Strange yes. one. Where, where Are we intentionally... Are we intentionally skipping? I guess he decided him? he wasn't an. I guess this uh, this one decided he wasn't an asshole, so he stayed with uh, stayed with the one chick. Yeah, I was gonna say. I because hope we're just. I hope we're just intentionally skipping. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Because I thought that one sucked. Uh, what was that one? That was the um, one where like all the major Avengers are dying, and then you find out at the end that it's Hank Pym, and he's just gone a bit shitty with grief and he's just like a crazy guy hang on i gotta think what that one was about who who's the main 
focus there's, in that one. There's no main. It's uh, uh Oh, it's Nick Fury. It's following Nick Fury. It's following okay. Nick Fury and Natasha and like all the major Avengers keep dying and they don't know how. And then one of them has a fight with a library with a quote unquote. I mean, unquote, that should say a lot that I didn't remember it existed. Yeah. I was just like But oh, I so- do remember at the time showing the reveal as Hank Pym as uh Yellow Jacket was interesting. Yeah. But I mean but it's I mean, just think, like he's a bit think, sad, so he's gone a bit crazy. So now it's not like it's not even a villain that you could get mad at as a as a watcher. It's just like ah, oh, he's old and a bit sad. Like <laughs> it was such. I a mean, bad... like I said, it should be a review in itself that I completely forgot it existed. Yeah, I I think we can leave it as it is. Go on to the Doctor Strange thing. The Doctor, the Doctor Strange, Strange one. one was where it really started to be like, oh, these are these are cool. Yeah. See, and the Doctor Strange one is the one that delves the most into like all the mystical, magical, unearthly things. And you think that that's what I would focus on here? The Doctor Strange one, uh, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands, was the first Marvel thing in a while that actually legitimately made me sad. Because mm-hmm. you're just watching this guy like get wrecked by grief over and over over well over and over and over again yeah but it's just like here's this guy who like even if we take dr strange that we know from the dr strange movie who's a bit of a dick but he's still But his whole flaw is i can fix this yes right and uh, there's a part of me that wants to say if you become a doctor you've got a little bit of that in you yeah. Like, in, in speaking in a very generic sense, like, if you've, you've chosen a career where people are still alive because of you, it gets, it gets you immediate points with me the same way a nurse does, the same way an EMT does, the same way fire, the same way police, um, it's like that. So it's even, even when people go back and watch Doctor Strange, oh, he's such a dick and whatever, and it's like, okay, well, he went from... I mean, that's a serious thing that, uh, that's a serious, like, I'm not saying, uh, what, what am I trying to say? A lot of doctors are like that. They have a little bit of a superiority complex, because they almost have to. Well, yeah, but this is the thing, though, like, if I'm, They like, have to think that they can cure everything, and are the smartest person in the room. Yeah, and you know who benefits from that? Uh, everyone the that patients. they treat. Like, if I... If I have to I mean, go in I for... dated a doctor for in, in college or nice. a med student. But if I'm going and you know what the thing is, objectively to sit down and have a have a drink with that guy, maybe he's a dick, but if I'm on the table under his knife, I hope he's in there trying to be the best doctor he can be like I I don't know. Sometimes arrogance is good. That's all I got. But to see him go the way but he But to goes, see his arrogance be be like you can't fix this and he's like oh no i can and it tears apart literally the entire universe and the what is it it's basically the the ghost of the ancient one comes back and splits him in half so one version of him is still sitting at home being sad and the other one's gone into that other world to learn about all the dark magic and whatever here's the thing though because they say that the whole thing that drives him to Camertage in the first place is because he can't be a doctor anymore. In the movie, he can't be a doctor anymore literally because his hands don't work anymore. Mm-hmm. In the show... But he can't be a neurosurgeon, so... Well, I, I, 
uh, I go back to if I'm on the table, I don't care what you're operating on, I'd like you to have a steady hand. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. But um, it's funny because he in the show he's dealing with heartbreak, and heartbreak is terrible and crippling, and please don't let me say anything otherwise. But it's not physically keeping you from being a doctor. So when they said it was his heartbreak that drove him to Carmitage, I'm like, okay, all right, you're looking for new something new to feel about, something new to think about, and eventually you're going to play around with time and all that kind of thing. But it's just... It's sad, because it, it's... I don't think they mean to, but they are really driving home, like, a mental health message with the whole, like, somebody having an emotional breakdown is just as as powerful as somebody's physical mm-hmm. body, physical abilities breaking down, because both kept them from being a surgeon. And I I think I don't know whether that was intentional or not. Maybe I'm giving them way too much credit, but I think that's really cool. That, like I said, this is the one that made me go. These are these are pretty cool. And the fact that he he's so far the only one able to act that actually communicates with the watcher. Yes. He senses he's there the entire time, and then finally talks to him and is like, "You could fix this," and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not allowed to do that." And also, look, your your hubris of I can fix this did all of this. Yep. But also, like, what's it called? You could see it from his point of view, too, because it's like you they're telling him not to be the guy that says he's going to rewrite the timeline. But basically, the Watcher and all, like, all the other entities that are on that level have clearly written a timeline where, yeah, she definitely dies. So, from his point of view, like, you want to believe that there's a way to say, well, fuck you, no, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's the thing, like, as bad as he gets and as, as misguided as his things go, you know his ultimate goal, yes, with some ego, but his ultimate goal is just trying to reconnect with this person that he loves. So mm-hmm. there's always that little bit that keeps you from fully saying, like, he's wrong, he's bad, he's evil, he needs to be stopped. Well, he does need to be stopped, but he's not, like, trying to learn how to magic himself some more money or something like that. He's literally trying to bring somebody back to life after watching them die. Uh I, I want to imagine, or sorry, I don't want to imagine, but I have to imagine the way they presented this show. He probably watched her die as many times as he died in the movie when he was annoying Dormammu to death. Mm-hmm. Or, or uh, you know, doing the uh, I've come to bargain thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I imagine the way they montage it, he had to watch her die as many times as he let himself die in the movie. I don't know why I think that. It's just a thing that's there. And this is where we start getting into episodes that don't really have endings, because he meets up with his other self and absorbs his other self. The good half and the bad half battle it out. Even the capes battle it out. I will say the cape was very Jafar from Aladdin. Mm -hmm. It was. But, um, no, because the one thing we sort of skipped over is as he was in this other evil dimension learning about all these evil types of magic, he was absorbing other evil creatures as he went and becoming this, like, more than human thing so it was him 
himself that's been sad sitting in the recliner at home versus himself and, like, the hundred demons that he's absorbed. So basically they absorb together and, oh, something ultimate is going to come. Oh, my God, what's going to... What's going to stop this new Doctor Strange now? Well, nothing, because the universe collapses, and that's the end of the episode. Yep, that's that's the end of that universe. That universe doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, what if this happened? Well, not much, because it's over now. And then the last one is... What if uh, zombies? Zo- is, the, is the quintessential what if story. Like, every anybody who's seen the, the like, kind of what if comics... Which I have this not. This is kind of the one you think of. I I think. I don't want to talk for everybody, but... This was literally... We saw an episode of Walking Dead and threw some Marvel characters in. Um, I'm a little confused as to why the zombies are sentient enough that they can still use yes. the skills that and the, the Avengers have. I mean, let's skip right to the end of Zombie Thanos uh, snapping the Infinity Gauntlet. Travis is, and I'm also confused as to how uh, the zombie virus affects aliens. Yep. Yep. But it's interesting. I, and see, this is where I get to another thing I said to you before we came on the air. And the part where Vision is, like, fucking feeding parts of T'Challa to Wanda. That's literally, that is literally out of The Walking Dead. That is Isn't literally. I've, I've not watched a lot of the. I've not watched a lot of The Walking Dead. I think I've not got through like season one, and then I'm like, what is the end of this? Okay. They find the cure. Everyone's happy. Like, no. no. Eleven seasons later, I can tell you the answer is no. Uh, <laughs> when they get to about the third or fourth season, I have to go back in my time zone. Uh, but at the time, there's a. Oh, I can't even remember the name of the city now, but there's like a like a sanctuary city, and it's run by this guy who's just called the governor, and all you know about him is that he's lost all of his family and whatever. Okay, he... I vaguely that I, that vaguely rings a bell. Okay, well, when the people from Alexandria or the prison, I can't remember where our people are in Walking Dead at that point. This is a terrible comparison. They basically raid the governor's city because they've been coming over and fucking with them and whatever, and Michonne goes down into his basement and he, she hears that somebody is like trapped in the basement but really it's it's the governor's daughter but mm-hmm. basically he's been keeping the zombified version of his daughter in the basement and it's a whole thing about like not letting go and having finality and all those symbolic things but he's basically been feeding her like townspeople that have died and whatever and Michonne basically comes along and does the mercy killing of the kid and that's it and then we move on but i'm like him feeding his daughter and keeping her tucked away in the basement is the same it's vision and thing when vision has the one line about like hey it's the great thing about being synthetic i'm not on the menu and i'm like oh vision's gonna be like the savior and then we can have a whole you know our robots really gods conversation that is not for this podcast Mm. but um it's just it just a bunch of stuff happens and then it ends um we find in the back who was on the menu and who was on the menu was black panther because he's sitting there with no fucking leg yeah he's missing a leg um i don't know like i feel like i'm really looking forward to them putting zombies in with the marvel guys and what happened on episode five well they put some zombies with the with the marvel guys and all right I think it's hysterical that zombie Tony Stark can still operate the suit. Yes. And sh- and shit like that. Um, 
Everybody that zombified can use their powers. Well, their well, their powers or their legitimate like weapons and tools and everything. And skills. I love. Which means the other zombies should be able to like use a gun. Yeah, you would think. Like a percentage of zombies would be able to use a gun. I do like the the introduction to this was really really cool because obviously uh, our introduction to what's going on on the thing in every zombie movie ever there's one guy that's like been asleep or been in a yeah coma, who's like does not know what's or, going or on or doesn't know what's going on Banner is our version of that here Banner's kind of like just the nice guy that's trying to get through life at this point um, so when he's there and he sees like the uh, what do you call him? The Black Order have followed him because it's supposed to mirror when he gets sent down during Infinity War to warn the planet that Thanos is coming. Right? He he ends. So what he, happens when Thor shows up later? Because <laughs> I guess he's off making his hammer at this point. Yeah. Well, then you have to say like, did this zombie thing only affect this planet? And I don't think they ever really confirm. You, you assume that it's kind of a thing that's happened on Earth because it came from the quantum realm. So once again, Hank Pym can fuck off because he's causing all kinds of problems in two episodes now. That's uh, true. But um, lost my train of thought now. No, I just love it because the the Dark Order follow him to Earth, right? Because that he's you know supposed to be like the herald of of Thanos. Uh, supposed to be Silver Surfer, sur- yeah, Silver Surfer, the right, Silver Surfer, Rights, Silver Surfer, the rights, the rights got in the way and all that kind of thing. But um, well, I mean, Silver Surfer wasn't the herald of Thanos; he was the herald of Galactus, the big giant guy who eats planets. The the, the big cloud. <laughs> no, he's a he's a dude. He's just a giant dude. He's a big cloud in one of the movies, though, that everybody hates. <laughs> oh well, then fuck what, that movie. Cause what that's is it? Not uh, right. Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yeah, uh, I didn't see that one. That's probably why. And all it is is Silver Surfer like punching holes in planets so that the, the planet is easier for the cloud to eat. And that's apparently Galactus. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't see that movie now. The uh, Fantastic Four movies are awesome. Top shelf. Top shelf. But, um, no, but when he lands and then what happens in the actual Infinity uh, War when, uh, when all the black order thanos's guys are there and they're attacking banner banner can't turn into the hulk it's all very infinity war until the avengers come and until zombies show up no until the but the way they play it off though is like the avengers come they defeat the the black order whatever and they're beating them and they're beating him he's like ah thanks guys you you saved me and then they're still beating him down all right guys i think they're i think they're i think they're dead I think it's I think it's okay now, and then they start eating them. It's like okay, okay, guys, guys, it's enough now. And then the then there's the big reveal that the heroes have already turned. Yeah. I thought that was for what it is for the amazing concept of let's stick some zombies in a Marvel movie. That was a pretty good opener. That was a pretty well laid out opener. And what they say in the opening is absolutely true. Like okay, zombies are one thing, but you've got all these like super powered uh, defender individuals. However mm-hmm. powerful they are, all they gotta do is get bit once. However powerful they are, in any way, shape, or form, you don't want them to be some way turned against you. It's oh, I can't think of the name of the. Story. I also spend a good majority of this episode going, I know. Let's take the biggest, toughest guy in our group and send them over to the zombies, because you know it'd be great. The Hulk being a zombie, that would help everyone out. 
And you know what I just thought of just now? You know what would help? Giant Hope uh, Von Dyke being a zombie. Giant Hope Van Dyne being a zombie and being a giant zombie. Um, Can I just say, they didn't need to do it at all, but they did it anyway. Uh, Ant-Man's just a head in a jar now. Yes. (laughs) And he he sort of gets a body again because the cape starts carrying him around. I like how the cape has decided, like, yeah, I'm going to help out people. Well, the cape doesn't have any flesh to bite into. So I guess the cape is along the similar line of vision with the whole, hey, I'm synthetic, I'm not on the menu. Now that brings up an interesting question. What if they all die and only vision and the cape are left and then vision becomes... Well, vision's dead now because he ripped the mind stone out of his head. Oh, that's true. No, but if he hadn't done that and he gets a hold of the cape and maybe the eye of Agamotto and then he becomes like the android supreme... I don't know if androids can do magic. I think you have to be organic for it. Well, magic is being infused into technology, into what we're going to talk about next. So keep that in mind. Okay. Um, Again, but for the second... For the second episode in a row now, episodes four and five, uh, the Doctor Strange episode and the zombie episode, both end with, all right, so the world's fucked. The end. Uh, I don't mind those, because, like... Some of them aren't supposed to have endings, per se, but if the rest of the season is like that, hey, let's bring you to a point and then just drop it off. I don't know how they're going to be collecting characters, because eventually, or supposedly, I should say, because this is all like word of mouth and all that, apparently the idea is from all these different timelines, they're going to be plucking out alternative versions of all the characters and creating the Guardians of the Multiverse. And if some of the worlds just cease to exist, I don't know how... Well, then they're definitely not getting anybody from there. Well, they're not getting anybody from the last two episodes. Uh, The one that they can take from What If We Lost Our Mightiest Heroes, the one that they could take is either Fury, Natasha, or really, really crazy, sad (laughs) Ant-Man... What if T'Challa became Star-Lord? T'Challa Star-Lord is definitely going to be on that team. Like, it goes without saying. Yeah, Captain Carter's going to be there. (sighs) I'd rather have, like, Iron Steve Rogers. And you know how I feel about Steve Rogers. Well, let's talk about Spider-Man, who would definitely be taken from the zombie episode. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, he, he, He ends up wearing the cape at some point, too, doesn't he? In the episode? Yes. But let's talk, and it's going to be completely out of date now because I think it dropped like two weeks ago, but I don't care. Spider-Man 3. Um, oh my god, I, I forgot what it was like to be hyped, so hyped for a movie. We did a whole episode a while ago just about rumors leading up to this movie, and it seems like a lot of them are coming true. I love the explanation. Everybody's like, oh my god, they gave away the whole beginning of the movie in the trailer. I don't care because it's awesome. <laughs> Uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya are great, bouncing off each other, just sitting up there on the roof. Uh, Doctor Strange in his puffy jacket, because it's snowing it, because he's because it's snowing inside, is fine. Wong just being snarky to Doctor Strange and fucking off <laughs> is great. Um, we can sort of tie this back to the Doctor Strange What If episode because like they're warning him not to do it, and he's like, Yeah, I can mm-hmm. fix this. So it's still the hubris, and you have to have somebody with the hubris, because we don't have Tony Stark anymore. 
Exactly. Like, Tony Stark created all of his own problems. Doctor Strange didn't create his own problems, but he definitely has enough hubris to do so. Um, I'm, so, I'm currently watching it again. Okay, fair enough. Well, I can't hear anything, <laughs> so I'm not going to get dinged for a copyright. No. Nope. Any any asshole that's trying to ding me for a copyright hasn't listened this far into the podcast anyways. Um, Has somebody tried to ding you for a copyright? People ding me for copyrights like when I used to use music, which was kind of funny. Because uh. all, all I'd get was a, from YouTube would be a notification. Because I'm not monetized, right? So they're like, this would this would have kept you from being monetized. And I'm like, but I'm not monetized anyway, so I don't care. Yeah. Like, I've had, uh, I've put up little clips of, like, wrestling shows that I've been at, and somebody's entrance music was playing in the background or something like that, and I've been dinged for that. Like, YouTube's ridiculous. I'm so close to taking this to, like, just a podcast. It's ridiculous. It's why I don't use the Hailstorm intros and outros anymore. Um... (laughs) Sorry, let's, let's I just got to, to the part where he's like, "We're beyond, sir," and he's like, "Yeah," and he says, "Stephen." Well, that feels weird, but I'll allow it. You know what that makes me think of? Friggin' the conversation in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier when they're talking to um, Zola, and I don't know what he's talking about, but he's like, he's out of line, but he's not wrong. <laughs> the whole that uh, feels weird, but I'll allow it. Oh my god, I'm still so hyped about it right now. Yeah. So they are the... giving away a good portion, but I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Uh, you know what? People, have, Most of the stuff that they're giving away in this trailer is stuff that people have been speculating about for over a year now. So they're not giving away anything that most people that would watch the trailer early didn't already know. Yeah. Like, they haven't given away the other two Spider-Men, which is fine. Um, we only got a little hint of Green Goblin. We definitely saw Dr. Octopus. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying that they see lightning in the sky, and that's the, the indication of Electro. I'm like, eh, it could just be a storm. Mm-hmm. Like, one way or the other. Um, but the whole way that they explain it is basically, he goes to Dr. Strange and says, Hey, he outed me to the world, can we, like, pretend that didn't happen? And imagine, oh, like, I love that they took the same actor for Doctor for Doctor Octopus. Oh yeah, no, they are li- they are literally pulling the characters from the old movies, which I do mm-hmm. like. Apparently, well, and even though that's kind of known, like that's a thing that we all know is supposedly going to happen, they didn't really spoil that. No, well, you don't they did- see Andrew Garfield. You don't see uh, Tobey Maguire. No, you don't see any other other Spider-Men at all. You only see Dr. Octopus on the screen. Green Goblin, you hear the laugh and you see the Goblin Bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's been confirmed Willem Dafoe's coming back to play the Goblin. Uh, I know What's-His-Face is coming back to play Electro. I just don't know whether the storm you see in the trailer is like him actually showing up, or is it just like atmosphere, storm, whatever, whatever. But I mean, let's let's take a look at like the actual thing of Doctor Strange just pulling strings from different realities to like re- recreate a reality where nobody knows who Spider-Man is, mm-hmm. and you take the hubris of Doctor Strange and the kind of like Spider-Man is still an awkward kid that can fuck things up, and there's your soup. There's your soup for disaster. 
I've also heard, one of the things that I have heard is, as far as the Netflix crossover, is you might get the introduction of Matt Murdock in this, because there is also a heavy amount of, like, Spider-Man and all of his loved ones dealing with the... I don't know whether it's supposed to be, like, the FBI, the police, the CIA, whatever, because he gets outed, so obviously he's being investigated. So, if there's a legal aspect to it, you might get your Matt Murdock introduction here. Also, apparently Matt Murdock is going to be part of the She-Hulk show, because she's apparently also a lawyer, if I'm hearing things correctly. She is, yes. Um... Why are we dinging? Why is this? I don't know why, and maybe when it comes out, I'll feel different about it. But, I mean, always. I've always felt this about She-Hulk. Do you watch Futurama at all? Uh, Here and there, but I probably wouldn't get an inside joke if you told me one. Uh, Well, there's an episode where, like, the uh, Omicry Percy I-8, like, shows up, and they're like, we want to see the end of this episode. And, like, it's, like, single female lawyer, and they have to, like, put on that. Oh, my. And it reminds me of that. (laughs) I'll have to send you the episode or something, but... (laughs) I thought you were going to say the one where they go to, like, the Amazon planet, and everybody gets, like, death by snoo snoo. Snoo snoo, no. (laughs) Not death by snoo snoo. You You know there's way too many jokes I can make with that. Although, I will say, on a complete side note, when we went and saw Shang-Chi, there was an ad, there was a trailer or something for a new TV show. I don't remember, I think it's on, like, Hulu or something. I don't remember. (sighs) Sorry. And it's like, a plague comes through and kills all the men in the world, except for one. And it's, like, this big drama about, like, this group protecting the last, like, male on the planet and trying to figure out why he didn't die. And that's all I could think of. (laughs) It's, like, even if, like, they got every female to, like, have sex with him and have kids, there wouldn't be enough genetic material to spread around. And then also death by snoof snoof. I'm I'm not I think it's re- literally called the last man. I'm not going to respond. Anything I say in response to any of that is just not going to be popular. <laughs> oh, it's on FX. Oh good. Is does the F stand for feminism? Anyways, moving swiftly on. You know what the best thing that I saw? And somebody put it in a meme so I thought it was fake, but it actually is an actual thing. And if we find it, we're going to review it. And no, oh, it's wait, not. hang on. Hang on, before you say it, it's not called The Last Man. It's called Y, like the letter Y, The Last Man. Oh, no, because they, kill, they killed almost all the men in the entire world, so now they are upset that one made it through. Anyways, so I saw a meme that was like, oh, the first, or the... The perfect movie doesn't exist, and then it's like, oh, and then it had a thing of this, and I thought it was fake. And then my buddy looked it up for me, and it's actually not fake. And it's called Velocipaster. Okay. It's a minister who... Who's a Velociraptor? Who, no, who discovers he has the power to turn into a, a dinosaur when he wants to. And his friend, who's a hooker, 
convinces him to use this power to fight crime and ninjas. Somebody's art school project or something. I want to find this because I want to see how terrible it is. It's bad, I can already tell you. It's very bad. If I find it, I'm sending it to you, and we're going to do a, a deep dive on... As soon as we watch, uh, as soon as we watch Deathbed the Bed That Eats People. And re-review Alien 3. Hey, no, I'm never watching that again. I don't some, care what somewhere, you're asked. Somewhere way down the pike, we're still going to do Split Glass and Unbreakable. <laughs> that was just the the the, uh, the reviews that fell into the into the abyss. But yeah, Spider Man. Getting back to it because we went way off the way off the thing there. Um, looks really good. I like the concept. They've put they've sort of jammed in. Doctor Strange as the like surrogate father figure in place of Iron Man without it feeling jammed, which is kind of cool. Um, I kind of hope the message is like we start at the beginning and everybody knows who Spider-Man is, and the biggest thing in the world is okay. Now we can freak out about who Spider-Man is, but oh wait a minute, maybe instead of freaking out that this kid has been saving us the whole time, maybe we should pay attention to the fact that he's still save- saving us the whole time. I hope there's some kind of reveal like that at some point. But also, I've heard, I've seen the design art, and you're going to talk for a second, because I have to find something now. Oh, okay. okay. I'm going to talk for a second yeah, you are. About, the desi- about not the design art that you're About the design art that I'm going to look through. for. <laughs> well, I used all my stalling talk. Appar- appar- apparently, uh, Spider-Man is going to hold the power supreme at some point in this movie. Uh, okay. Cool. Um. I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm, like I always do, I will not be watching anything past this trailer because I feel like they can get really, uh, spoilery. That's true. In more than one trailer. Like, I watched the first trailer for, um, for, uh, what was the last one? Not Infinity Wars, but... Uh, uh, Endgame? Endgame. There we go. And, you know, I felt I felt better about it. And I try not to read any speculation. Because I try to go... Cause I tr- cause, because I know other stuff about Marvel and some of the comic book stuff. And I don't want to get an idea of, well, oh, this, it's going to be like this. And then get disappointed because it wasn't like how I want it. I just want to see what they give me. Which is, I feel like, a lot of what happened in Star Wars. Not specifically to me, but... Right. No, I get that. 100%. Uh, Check out your feed. Yeah, I see it. I see it. That is apparently his, like, Stark Tech Spider-Man suit that shoots magic. Hmm. I mean, it's interesting. I just... uh, We'll see what what it actually is. People are going to have dim opinions. So, yeah, I don't know. Spider-Man looks really good. I don't know what else to yeah, say. I'm pretty hyped about it. I, was gonna say, I don't think, I don't think we've ever time. come up here specifically just to do a trailer reaction before. Maybe, maybe once. Um, so, yeah, we're kind of dropping off at the end. But, yeah, let us know in the comment section or on Twitter. Uh, what did you think of Shang-Chi? If you've seen it, if you haven't seen it and we spoiled some of it for you, then Sorry. you should have turned it off. I don't know what to tell you. 
Um, what if is a little bit more up and down for me and for Kristen, I would say, than uh, some of the other shows we've seen. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, if any of you guys have read the comics and think that there's something blaring and glaring in those shows that we're just flat out missing, let us know. Again, in the comment section on uh, on Twitter, whatever. Uh, I'm not putting these videos up for premiere anymore, so there isn't going to be a chat. So comment section or Twitter is the best way to get a hold of us. And Spider-Man. We could talk forever about the Spider-Man 3 trailer, but I think we've said most of what needs to be said. Kristen said uh, she's really hyped. I'm really hyped. I kind of... It doesn't of, sound like I'm really hyped, it's but tired I really am. It is tired in here. Like, one of us should be awake, and that's just not a rule we're following can at I, all. Can I give some wrestling spoilers can real quick? Can you give quick? some wrestling spoilers? Apparently Samoa Joe yeah. is relinquishing... The NXT title. NXT is dead. <laughs> From that or just in general? No, they're hitting a massive reset on it, like, in two days. And it's all, like, bright and colorful and rainbowy, and it's not run he by... He will tri- not be competing for... He will not compete for, for the time being due to certain injuries. Yeah, no, he put a video out there as well. But, uh, no, just in general, NXT, we're getting a brand new NXT starting Tuesday. Okay, sorry for the wrestling added no, into it. I'm only slowly creeping. I was going to say, we should say we wrestling. got you back in for a pay-per-view. Yeah, that's right. I, I watched a I watched All Out, and it was really good. And then I watched um, AEW Dynamite, and then I was like, everyone has the exact same character, which is yeah, I'm a badass. And to prove that I'm a badass, I'm going to kick your ass. Unless you're Orange Cassidy, and then your gimmick is you don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> I know, and he's the most interesting thing. Yep. But, uh, yeah, for those of you that are still listening, uh, I'm not doing a review of NXT this week. Jake DeMarco and myself will do something probably Thursday or Friday, talking about what the new NXT looks like, seeing as it's apparently being run by Vince now, and it's full of rainbows, and we have no champion. This can only go well. I've really depressed the hell out of myself now. Kristen, tell them where to find you other than here. <laughs> That's it. That's it's it. here. Bugger at Black Cat Feline on Instagram and Twitter. And you guys Yeah, know to... I, I do have Instagram and Twitter. You can bug me on there. Yeah. I do actually answer if you tweet at me. Guapo actually told you in one of our AEW vids to go check out your old channel if you want to see hey, if you want to see when Kristen was still watching wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, that's a thing. It's still up there I'm, somewhere. I'm slowly. We'll we'll see if I get drawn back in. Yeah. Want to watch Impact? I mean, I might. What time? When? When is Impact? It's Thursday nights on Twitch. On Twitch? <laughs> well, I mean, I could actually watch that from from work. I mean, I don't watch stuff at work. I mean, what now? I I take care of puppies at work. I All do right. do I do do that. <laughs> Before Kristen gets herself in trouble, you guys know where to find me, or you wouldn't be here. I've been Spaz. She's been Kristen. I got it right this time. This Yay! has been Flicks Subscribe up there. Talk down there. Start a conversation. Keep all of these conversations going. Don't be a stranger. I'll talk to each and every last one of you later. But for right now, myself and Kristen, we are out of here, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.